And now this is going. You We've guys. Done it. We've done it again. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <sighs> yes. Mike is Newly. channeling his Bruno Mars. Yes. And the weekend. The weekend. Type hair. I look like this now. I apologize. My skin and my hair is greasy. So might want to skip the video for this week. And that's honest. There's something. Isn't there like something about, you know, greasy Italians? I don't think that even if you're married to one, I don't think you could say that anymore. I said it. And I'd like to, to lead the campaign to get your ass canceled. Well, have fun. Drinking water. <sighs> so loud. Um, I got allergy bath. Bath. I always sound like I'm congested. I got that allergy bath. <laughs> How are you, Zoe? I'm great. How are you? Good. You look nice. Thank you. You look like a um, like a beautiful hacky sack. Thank you. And I love you for it. In my crocheted shirt. Yes. Thank you. Did somebody make that shirt? If I told you yes, would you believe me? Yes. Because somebody definitely made it. I know that along the lines, someone made it. Yeah. I was going in the direction of did Nana make that shirt? No, Nana did not make the shirt. Okay. She could. I know that. That's why I asked. She made uh, my aunt, Tanya, one. Mm-hmm. A couple of things. She made her like a crocheted dress back in the day. That's nice. The only thing I have that I could wear that's made by a family member is I have a vest from Nana. Mm-hmm. And a papooch. Which I haven't worn in forever. Mm-hmm. I used to slide around the house. These are like yarn. We've. This is like season two of this podcast. Yeah. We, we explain papucha. Yeah. But um, and then I have a bow tie, made by my cousin. Yeah. And I'm I'm never fancy enough. To, I should just wear it on this show one day. You Why wouldn't I do that? It's my show. Yeah. We could dress up. What if we dressed up uh, super stupid fancy? We could. One day. And we were like I could prom my chaperones. <laughs> I could put on my wedding dress. We should. We should uh, renew our wedding vows at this table. We should. My God. Choke myself out for a second. Um, hi. Hi. Welcome, Welcome to the show. To my show. Your sister was here this weekend. Oh that was God. very nice. It was so nice. Yeah. So nice to see her and hang out with her. Yes, I agree with that. We got to see Mike Naren, which was nice. Yes. Have lunch with him mm -hmm. and his girl. Yes. It was nice. Shout out one time, Mike Naren. Pity party on Spotify. I keep sending him the same text, <laughs> and that text is, this song is great, or this song is the fire emoji, or I think I said bop once. <laughs> and... uh I just like it. Yeah. It's nice. It's a good song. So you saw him? Yes. And you guys had a good time? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to sit out on his back patio, play with his dog, mm -hmm. Simon. So yeah. cute. Such a good dog. Why don't we have a dog yet, do you think? I haven't had time. Huh. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff's going on. You're right. Dude, when I heard myself ask that question... Mm -hmm. My next out loud question to myself silently was, <laughs> when was the last time you even had a time to have a conversation? <laughs> yeah, I know. Hard to find a dog when you don't have time to. Mondays between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. is the last time. Yeah. Sunday is the only day that is drastically different. Mm -hmm. um, as far as like, if you want, you can chill out on Sunday. Right. But I'm like, I'm busy and I'm behind on stuff. And that is, it's nice. So Nick was telling me that he was re-listening to all of the dynamic banters. Mm -hmm. And he's at the point now where like we started quarantine mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it's so trippy to go back and listen to like us all figure out what the be the beginning of the pandemic yeah was like so to be coming out of it and to be getting used to getting busy again mm -hmm. is a, a blessing yeah but it it um 
I don't know. Do you, there's like an energy level thing. Yeah. I mean, try and keep it up. I feel like there were a lot of things that we said that we were going to stick to once we did kind of start coming out of the pandemic. Like what? Like spending more time. Yeah. We did say we were going to stick to that. And, (laughs) uh, that is just like not possible. I mean, we were, California was probably one of the most affected states and mm-hmm. shut down for the longest. And we're still not 100% open like a lot of other places, which is fine. But um, I think that even still with all of the stuff that kind of keeps happening and, you know, trying to figure out what the new normal is, you get busy and you get set back quite often. Yeah. And it's just, it's frustrating sometimes. And I know that there's days where I sit when I finally have finished work at like eight or nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. But there's no real, I mean, yes, there's a real way to kind of, you know, figure out that balance. And I'm really s- struggling sometimes. I think I've done pretty good so far with figuring out what that work life balance is. Yeah. Well, but. plus for you, you opened your own business. So that's like, that's different than working at a place, even though you're always kind of very independent. It's mm-hmm. obviously way different because mm-hmm. you don't have like off hours. Right. It's kind of <laughs> like. Welcome to my world, baby yeah, girl. Yeah, baby. Uh, um, but you were always, I don't know how to be on you to be like, not that I, I would ever even do that, but. Um, to be like, okay, you know, you can like your home for a few hours. You don't have to like answer an email. Cause like that would be, I don't do that. Right. So it's hard to, to tell yeah. you to like, cause you used to be the one with a more, um, concrete schedule. So mm-hmm. you could look at me and be like, okay, why don't you just like be home for a little while? Right but now. There's none of that. No, I mean, um... <laughs> You've got, I've got clients emailing me and texting me and it's like, Hey, when can I get in? And it's like, everything is right. Mm-hmm. I have the app on my phone. I have. And you want you to know, keep people happy. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. And that is maybe a fault of mine mm-hmm. when you're a people pre- pleaser. Yeah. And I got to try and figure out what that is. Yeah. I think it'll be Good nice. Luck. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. And here's me talking <laughs> in a voice where I feel like I could, I know exactly what to tell you. I'm telling you that now you're understanding it. Yes. And you, and as you go forward, you live your life like that. In an hour, it's going to be out the window. <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> out the window. Um, I had something that I wanted to talk about that's kind of related to that. Okay. And prioritizing like working and making money mm-hmm. over everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know where I saw this, but it was talking about how sleeping for eight hours mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. all the way through is like a relatively new thing. Did you know that? That's like a modern thing. Yes. I didn't already know that. Knew that. Yeah. Okay. I could skip to page four. In no, because back in the day, during like uh, three, four. <laughs> people used to sleep in shifts, right? Yeah. And they used to sleep like every couple of hours for a few they hours. They call it segmented sleep. Okay. Keep going. Did you? Because know I don't that? know. I know. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that that's what they called it. Yeah. Apparently people used to sleep uh, back in the day. They said two centuries ago. That wow. is 200, 200 years yes. ago. Um, they would sleep and then they would get up in the middle of the night and they wouldn't like try to go back to sleep. They would just, they would do stuff. Right. There were gatherers and then there were the people that cooked and then, you know, the protectors. Yeah. Because there were a lot of other things 200 years ago that were happening in the middle of the night and everyone could have died if 
they didn't have, you know, someone watching their back. There were dragons. This is an NBC story, by the way. And Fernando <laughs> Hurtado, spe- he tried to sleep like this for a month. Okay. I I... Also, when people would get up in the middle of the night, um, 200 years ago. Yes. They would mostly uh, just have sex. Is that real? Yeah. For real? That's what the guy said. And he had glasses on, so I'm inclined to believe (laughs) what he said. Especially if they wanted a child, so they were getting it in to make the twins. And then some people I have here would pray or meditate, um, but they were less cool. They didn't have glasses. That's just a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What yeah, else? so this guy tried to sleep like this for a month. And? And he came to the conclusion, and this is a direct quote, that he probably would never do it again. Yeah. But I he think... did give some tips if you would like to try it, though. Okay. Tip number one, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Tip number two, consult a doctor before you do it. Tip number three, drink lots of water. Uh-huh. You've heard of it? Uh-huh. There's some in here. Yes. Tip number four, try to start the first sleep around the same time every night. Tip number five, really don't. Yeah. Really don't do it. Don't. He said there's nothing to do at 3 a.m., Mm-mm. Nothing really productive to do. So now you're asking yourself, why? Why did it change? That's why. I think I think people evolved. You know, 200 years ago, there was a lot of uh, there was way less stuff that you know they required or needed. They didn't have nine to fives like we do. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. or. All day, every day. Yeah. Like we do, you know? Uh, But I think that, um, again, it's like they used to, from what I, I was reading something a long time ago, and if I'm recalling correctly, it was, you know, they were always kind of like hunched over, right? But when they needed to be alert, that's why they, they sat up straight. But for us, we need to sit up straight because our spines aren't like. Are you thinking like, like two hundred years ago was like caveman time? No, but I'm I'm talking about caveman times. Oh, you're talking right about now. caveman times. Yeah. Okay. And how they used to, because they used to sleep like that too. Yeah. They used to sleep. Or yeah, the in in shifts. Oh, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Yeah. But they had to like fight dinosaurs. Yeah. You know? But even like 200 years ago, like that's kind of, that's kind of crazy to think about, right? Like, do you think about how hard it was for the cavemen who had to bring the giant rack of <laughs> ribs home to their family in their cars that they would have to pedal with their feet on the way home while yelling out of the window the whole way? Yeah. Do you think that they had windows during caveman times? No, there was just holes in the rocks where the dinosaur would poke his head through and be like, what's going on? <laughs> you remember? Do you remember? Hey, Fred. What's going on with you Flintstones? What did the dinosaur do? There was one dinosaur that was the, the he was like the sink. Remember? He was like the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I remembering that I think totally so. wrong? Hold on. Or was it like a, uh, like a woolly mammoth? And fucking water came out of his shit. Didn't she just like squeeze random dinosaurs next to like have appliances and stuff like that? (laughs) What a weird crossover in time. That the the cavemen were... This is like the cartoon version of the Joe Rogan show, by the way. (laughs) The cavemen were around in the same time frame dinosaurs were around. But they would somehow, they would tame some to be pets and then they would use other to be appliances like a record player. I feel bad for anyone who has zero idea what we're talking about right, right. now. Right. Because that, 
I might have hit the skip forward button. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, it says here, uh, Dino, Dino serves like, as as their pet dog. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And exhibits, little brontosaurus, Dino. Yeah, and exhibits uh, characteristics of a tem- uh, a typical domesticated canine. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that would be funny if if Dino was like a uh, like a raptor. Like some, if they redid it, <laughs> Dino was like Jurassic Park raptor. Anyway, go ahead. I'm going. I'm going into other stuff. Fifteen sol- solid facts about the Flintstones. Okay, where's this from? Uh, mental floss. Sure. So uh, important to mental floss. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. every thing you think of, and before you go to bed. Originally, originally the Flintstones were the flagstones. Did you the flagstones. Mm-hmm. Meet the flagstones. Mm-hmm. Barney and Fred were drawn to resemble cave people. Uh huh. That's two. Alan Reed. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Barney and Fred, mm-hmm. which were cave people, mm-hmm. were drawn to resemble cave, cave people. people, and that is what is the title of this article? Like fifteen amazing facts. <laughs> <laughs> 15 solid solid that's like saying here's 15 solid facts about mickey mouse yeah one he's not a cat two several other he wears he's the only mouse that wears shorts Mm -hmm. that's not a solid fact that's just like what it is alan reed invented yabba dabba do okay that's interesting uh the flintstones didn't copy the honeymooners that did not I'm doubting the validity of this article. Honeymooners is even if you didn't, if you're not getting the Flintstone stuff, there's no chance of you understanding if we start talking about the honeymooners. My dad loved the honeymooners, mm-hmm. so here we go. Ralph uh, Cramden and another guy were the honeymooners, and it was couldn't do it today. But Hanna Barbera. Did hire a former honeymooner, honeymooners writer for the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> the Flintstones helped sell cigarettes. Fuck. And that's, they were all canceled. Pebbles was supposed to be a baby boy. Wasn't there a baby boy? No, wait, what was Pebbles? The, the daughter. I thought that was, I thought her name was Bam Bam. No, I think she used to just say Bam Bam, though. Wasn't that somebody... Were there two hmm. daughters? I don't know. Did Barney and yeah. Barney's wife have a daughter? Maybe. Fuck, man. I don't know. Were they the cool uncle and aunt? Is it fun to listen to two people try to remember <laughs> to the show? Who knows? I'm having fun. <laughs> Mel Blanc kept voicing Barney despite her horrible car accident. What oh. happened? What? She spent 70 days in uh, in the... Uh, she was in a head-on co- uh, collision in 1961. Mm. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, the voice of Barney. And even though she was in the... Uh, he or she? Mel? Blanc? I'm, uh, didn't let uh, the 70-day hospital stay deter him. It's a him. Too much. When he got out of the hospital, the cast and crew came to his home to record episodes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a nice group. What a nice group. Mm-hmm. I wonder if something like that would ever happen today. I mean. Well, not today, today. With People masks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the voice of Wilma thinks she and Fred really loved each other. Whoa, that's not what a solid fact about that show. You love to hear it. <laughs> Drama. Wait, they did really or they didn't really? Really loved each other. <laughs> they did or didn't? Did. <laughs> okay, great. According to Harvey Corman, the great uh, gazoo is worth money. What is that? I don't know. The actor provided a voice of the superior and arrogant and elite 
Great Gazoo, a green alien for 13 episodes from 1964 to 1966. Right. He's a little alien cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is worth, what's worth money? Legends. <laughs> Corman told uh, METV Legends that he didn't realize how popular and lucrative the character was until he attended conventions. Some years back, I traveled for Hanna-Barbera, Corman said, and they had these huge conventions and seminars where collectors collect cells. Mm. And the cell with the great gadzoo on it are worth lots of money. So before mm. everything was drawn on a companion screen, mm-hmm. they would draw and paint, I mm-hmm. guess, on these like clear, transparent things. Yeah. And uh, when a cartoon is hand drawn, I think this is how it went. They would like draw the background, big background, and then they would draw the characters on these cells, and then they would take a picture of one and remove it and take a picture and remove it and take a picture and remove it. And I think that's how it went. That's crazy. Yeah. It took nine years and 32 writers to bring the live action Flintstones movie to the big screen. Nine years. Even though the 1994 film grossed 341 million, 631,208 at the worldwide box office. Mm-hmm. The film was developed, was in development, hell for years. Damn. Dang, player. Damn. I've never seen that movie. Have you ever seen that no. movie? No. Okay. The Flintstones <laughs> are comic book heroes. Uh-huh. Apparently. This this article hasn't it's kind of, said you, anything about anything. Really? Yeah. It's just kind of anyone. Okay. I'm done. Dude, that's one of those things where, like, if you want, you can get a job for any whatever writing articles and you just get paid from clicks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we have such a problem yep. today yes. with what we might call misinformation. Yeah. Right. Or fake news. Fake news. Dude, mm-hmm. one time I wrote down this thing. Um, tell me if this is anything. Um, Vibecanos. And the fake news meteors killed the dinosaurs. What killed the dinosaurs? The fake news meteors. Anything? No. Okay. So basically you get paid off of clicks. So you name something some podcast would look up. That's the title. Mm-hmm. Tell me 10 fucking tell 15 me, things about the Flintstones. Tell me everything. And then you were like, okay, what is the Flintstone? I don't have any, I don't know anything. If they were cavemen. That's, Meet the Flintstones. That's fucking, that's fact number five. So unfortunately, we didn't really learn too much about the Flintstones today. Mm-mm. But that is how they slept in ships. <laughs> Full circle. Um. So yeah. Can I just say that it was really nice to just be lazy with my sister yeah you can say that yeah i wrote on the calendar that she was getting kidnapped yesterday and you couldn't even do it i couldn't i knew that she had to go home and go back to work and do stuff is that why you had me find zip ties no (laughs) no which you didn't do by the way Um, well they were someone had found them i found them okay (laughs) all right Um, Sorry, I didn't find this. That's fine. I found him. I got it. It's cool. (laughs) It's not my fault you couldn't kidnap your sister. You know what? It's not. No, you're right. You are right. Um, But it was very nice to just see her and hang out with her. and, And just stare at her lovingly. I just moved that. Did I fuck it up? No. Probably not. Um, it's nice to know people that you could uh, do nothing with. That is the best. Yeah, who require nothing. People, yeah. yeah. Lots of people are made super uncomfortable by uh, silence. And I get it. You have anxieties or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
if you find a group of people that you could just be quiet with yeah. and no one's like, is everything all right? Yeah. Is everything okay? You're just like totally relaxed. Mm-hmm. That's a, a gift. Yeah. That's a group of people who is a gift. Yeah. And do uh, we have that? Yeah. And then when we're all have the energy and we're all about it and we're joking and bouncing around, that's also fun. That's so much fun. It's just being completely comfortable with people. What was nice nice is that like Saturday morning I had to get up and I had a client on Saturday Mm -hmm. and um, she was going to come into work and I was going to cut her hair for her, blah, 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 you know. Um, And we, I was getting ready. I was like blow drying my hair and I turned off the blow dryer and I could just hear Mike and, and her just giggling in the in the living room and mm. it just it just warmed my heart so much that's nice yeah she laughs at everything yeah so i feel very funny around her she well i feel like you you kind of bring the funny out in certain people mm. and i think you, she's funny but she's very funny yeah i feel like when you guys are together it's a it's a different type of funny there's no one that <clears> i know <throat> that has a bad sense of humor I don't think I can't think of any people that we've kept around in our life who have a bad sense of humor. Yeah. Like everyone, even, you know, everyone in our families will laugh at a joke. Yeah. Everyone has a good sense of humor about life because everybody's been through some shit. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So anyway, one of the reasons why we don't sleep like that anymore in shifts is one it has to do with the artificial light that we've created. Mm-hmm. The world just isn't dark like it was. Mm-hmm. We have our phones, don't we? And street land lights mm-hmm. and other kinds of lights. Mm-hmm. And there's been a cultural shift, of course. That's kind of what you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. We just live in a different way. Every day is a winding road. I believe that was Sharon Crow. <laughs> And this is the thing that made me want to talk about the whole deal uh-huh. is that we we all started prioritizing working and making money over like sleep and yeah. our health. And so what we did as people was we cut out the second sleep because we were like, if I could get a leg up, on everybody else right by sleep doing one less sleep then that's what i'm gonna do they were like i'm done with work by eight Isn't sleep that a by nine up at three yeah and then working three to eight again meanwhile jedediah or whoever alex bob okay. is sleeping twice what how do you ever think you're going to get anything accomplished in life sleeping twice? I don't know. Somebody was talking to me about, uh, like, cause I wake up very early. Mm-hmm. Both of us do. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> they were like, do you still do that? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not really by choice, you know? Mm-hmm. But in college, dude, I used to sleep till like three o'clock in the afternoon. And be real POS. I think a lot of people, when they're younger, they do that. But I think younger people need that because they're still growing. Yeah. You know? Burning the midnight oil. Burning it. Sorry. Up late. You know? Getting it in. Getting it in. Slapping skins. Yeah. Dropping beer pong balls onto basement floors. And then kind of looking at them (laughs) and brushing them off on a hoodie and then throwing them back into drinks that your friends will have. How? <laughs> How? And there's hair on it always. There's always, always hair on there's it. There's always hair on it, Gurgles. <clears throat> Welcome back to the <laughs> Gurgles. <Yeah. laughs> Gurgles and a kid. I'm the kid. Um, Zoe, I uh, also, I've had a bunch of very nice experiences recently out being half axed 
mm-hmm. and ready to chillax. Mm-hmm. And I've been going to these outdoor stand-up shows and either being on them or taking pictures at them. Mm-hmm. Pictures at Mike Faltography. Yep. If you're Link on in the Insta bio. Slam. Link in my bio. Um, but it's been good to see people. Yeah. It's been good to make strangers happy for a few minutes at a time. It's been nice to make other comedians happy. If you get a good picture of them every once in a while, they get super horny about that. So horny. And, um, it's just nice. It's nice to feel like, uh, I have something to do every night Mm -hmm. and to go out for that thing. I don't know. I've been getting real, like religious with this. Uh, I got to hit the button with this, uh, stand-up thing uh-huh and you know we have had certain things happen in both of our lives mm-hmm. we've all been through a trauma right this year uh-huh. right so trauma kind of makes you introspective a little bit mm-hmm. and to whatever too long did not read version it's nice to kind of have a purpose of going out and your job is to like make people happy mm-hmm. and make people laugh. Yeah. And I, I take that not, um, I take it seriously in the respect that I'm, I'm just very happy to be able to do it. Yeah. And it feels like it is getting, I don't know. It feels like it's a good thing to do. I feel that too. I feel like, um, we were having a conversation earlier this week on uh, on the telephone. You were like, I just don't feel like talking to anybody. Yes. You know? And uh-huh. I get that. And I hear that so hard. Mm-hmm. Because it's it gets to the point where it gets to be frustrating. And you're on all the time, right? And be having to be on all the time and having to have conversations. And, you know, for me, I see people... I see several people a day for several hours at a time and it's always like just constantly talking. You're constantly having a conversation. You're constantly hearing your own voice and it tends to get like, it. it's exhausting. Yeah. You know, it is fucking exhausting. So when you finally are able to just be quiet, it's so nice. And like, I know for me, when I come home from work, you know, it's always, you're always kind of like, how was your day? Good. Okay. <laughs> and then you kind of give me, <laughs> and then, but you do, you give me like time to like, just kind of unwind and, and allow me to, uh, be quiet for a little while. And then it's like, we talk mm-hmm. or we don't, or we just sit and have dinner and watch TV. Right. That's why I was, I was, uh, you know, talking about your uh, this weekend and with, I don't know. I just had a great time this weekend. Yeah, just same. relaxing. Yeah. I just fucking love, you know, dude, when I was in my twenties, I was like, I can hang out with this person, this person and this person, and we can go to any city mm-hmm. and we'll have some crazy night mm-hmm. where we get like thrown out of a place and then we'll have stories about that forever. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that's my night. Yeah. And we're going to be wasted when we do it. And we're going to um, uh, meet girls and it's going to be great. And that was like, it, that was like um, best possible Friday, Saturday. Right. Night. Right. And then like now I'm like, yo, if it is, if it could be Saturday morning, mm-hmm. So this takes place of like we're gonna drink Long Island iced teas and we're gonna do shots and we're gonna fucking yell at the bar. This is I'll replace them one by one. If it could be Saturday morning, so you know that there's still one more day until Monday, mm-hmm. and if we could sleep in just an hour, so you don't feel like you wasted the day, mm-hmm. but you're fully refreshed, and if we could just be quiet for like six hours, mm-hmm. and then once in a while somebody will show somebody a, a meme and mm-hmm. we'll all laugh, mm-hmm. then, you know, and it's like that is the perfect yeah. way to spend time now, and yeah. priorities change. If I could do laundry. 
for an hour. If I could get, if I could listen to one of my podcasts and not realize that I skipped last week, I just didn't look for it last week. So now there's two episodes of this thing that I want to hear in a row. What? That would be fun to to shoot a sketch or a movie where it's like going back and forth between those two fucking. If I don't have to leave my house and wear my pajamas all day long. Oh, yeah. yeah Although yeah. that nothing really changed. I remember being out in my pajamas, in my flannel pants, mm. going to the grocery store, hungover. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't really, you don't care. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I still wear my yoga pants every fucking wear. Yeah. If I could, I would wear them at work. But Jamie said no. No? Mm-mm. Why is that? What's She's, the dress code at work? We have to get, we have to put on like real clothes. Uh huh. It does <laughs> do well. Where are you wow. at? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Um, I don't know that, uh, I've been, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of stand up comedians who are still in like sweatpants mode mm-hmm. and they're like, fuck you. Why would I be out of sweatpants mode? And that's, that's good mm-hmm. for you and your comic voice, mm-hmm. but I know how I see you. <laughs> no, exactly. Like you're like, out of the house, man. Isn't it? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be a treat to dress up like a real person? Yeah. A lot of people are pushing back on yeah. the now we get to be people again. Yeah. And that's fine. Do whatever you got to do to make yourself good. I'm all about being comfortable. If all two people it. are giving me directions. And one has been in sweatpants for a year and one just made an attempt to try jeans again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to jeans. Yeah. I mean, you really didn't do the whole sweatpants thing. No, because it's a slippy, dippy slope. Yeah. Because you wear sweatpants one day. Next thing you know, you're sweatpants person in 2022. Well, yeah. I was already sweatpants kid. Yeah. Okay. I was already sweatpants kid. Voluntarily, I guess, my memory was fixed mm-hmm. by my mom. I always thought that my mom kept me in sweatpants. And apparently I was just like not putting up with a zipper. And I get it. Hashtag relatable probs. Mm-hmm. But um, during quarantine, fucking jeans every day. At fuck, I need to feel like I'm a real person. Yeah. Same thing with like taking pictures you know i would feel bad if if there were a couple days that went by and i didn't take pictures of something Mm -hmm. because i gotta have something to do yeah when there's nothing to do yeah i can't fucking going all the way back to our conversation about the um work-life balance how many fucking times have we talked about work-life balance didn't we just do a video about work-life balance yeah i I did a podcast and that's how i started it each day same but what I'm saying is, yes, that was your episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, fuck. I was going to wrap going it back. up. And I had a nice point. Going back to the work-life balance. Oh, uh, it just makes me not feel good to not have something to do. Yeah. And then we didn't have anything to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have stuff to do. Yeah. But it is like... A, it's like maybe if you ran a lot in high school and then you didn't for 10 years and then you were trying to get back into running. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Right yeah. Now. yeah. 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 I'd say so. Speaking of stuff, getting back into stuff, uh, Sebastian, longtime listener and friend of the show. Hello, Sebastian. Who's also a, um, a sponsor. Uh, he says, hello, Zoya. For any new listeners that didn't come here from watching Mike on YouTube, I'd like to promote the last season of SourceFed. <laughs> it has a lot of ups and downs, twists and turns, and is filled with some great laughs. Mike is also there for yes. a lot of it and has a lot of great bits. Can you believe that it was a whole four years ago? Mm. No, I can't, Sebastian. It feels That's like longer. Yeah. It feels like longer. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that was a long time ago. It does feel like that was a long time ago. Um, I've gotten to see Candace a mm-hmm. few times. She's great. She is great. And she's, uh, I was talking to another comedian by the name of Katrina Davis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, um, and we were talking about how we have 
friends who, uh, you know, we have a lot of comedian friends and acquaintances and it seems like the hardest thing to do as a comedian is to, you know, fully find your voice and you'd come off on stage exactly how you are. And, um, you know, to do that, you, you build who you're going to be on stage and whatever that whole thing that's going to make you unique from any other person. And there are a few people who just have a way about them. That is that. And it's like, uh, naturally figuring out like the hardest part, just being uniquely who they are. And then it's like, uh, all the other stuff catches up to that. But that is, I always thought about, that when I think about Candace mm. is that she has the, the hardest part mm. and is that I don't really know anybody else like, uh, like her. Yeah. You know? So that's <clears throat> a, a very valuable thing to have going for you. She was funny. She was asking, uh, cause I guess she wanted to like go back to school or whatever. Mm. And she was like, I was thinking about going to hair school. I was like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I was like, well, do it if you really want to. I was like, but, you know, like for anybody that is thinking about it, it's hard work. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. It's a lot of time and all of that stuff. So I've been like just randomly text messaging her like things that she could do. And yesterday it like was, I, I told her to go get her CDL license mm-hmm. because that's, first of all, it's a great job. You don't have to work a ton of hours and you're driving a fucking truck, a pickup truck and, or a dump truck. What's CDL? Oh, CDL. Uh, it's like a driver's license for big, like, oh, big trucks. Convoy. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I thought you were you were giving her like hairdressing tips, but you were straight up like, don't be hairdresser. No, at all. I didn't. You say do that. these things instead. But I told her that there were like other things, other routes to like go because there's here in California they do an apprentice program. I don't know if they do it everywhere. Yeah, where you go to school for like a couple of hours once a month. And then you take all your tests, but you have to basically do all of like your theory and everything at home on your own. And then you go in and then they kind of go over all of that stuff with you and then you take a test. Mm-hmm. But behind, uh, but when you're working as an assistant, that's where you get all of your um, like hands-on and stuff like that and like kind of learn at the job. And I was like, if I had, you know, A, the space, B, the money, to hire you i was like i would do an apprentice program with you teach you how to cut hair mm-hmm. all that other stuff and then you just kind of learn your theory on your own whatever but she was like well what else could i do and i told her like phlebotomy you know like it's a quick course i think it's like a two-week course or something yeah um and that you can work like four days a week and make decent money doing mm-hmm. that uh i told her uh, like a mailman i was like in your case a male woman you know mm-hmm. And just kind of like giving, like throwing out like the, I was like, you're going to just get random text messages of things that you can do for work. One a day. You're like one of those tear away calendars. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday she got to you. Tight. Yeah. You're a good friend. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Also, Meg von der Linden is also a uh, a sponsor this this month. Tight. Uh, And she's promoting Ironworks pottery.com Ooh. if you're looking for dark humor pottery handmade in someone's basement oh yeah check out ironworkspottery.com dark humor crafted in a basement <laughs> kind of into it there's so many like things that dark basements dark humor i'm into it uh-huh. uh the next shop update is may 1st at noon eastern time and use code crossed up for 10 percent off oh great little jab there at the end i will have a link in the bio you guys nice congratulations yeah. on your shop meg vonder linden meg vonder linden and uh and good luck that's uh you know what i was thinking the other day hmm. is tim teresa's husband mm-hmm. my brother-in-law sent me an artist page and he was like this guy is a fine artist i think he's a painter he mm-hmm. does graphic stuff but he paints a lot of uh wrestling stuff so he thought that oh, I'd like it. yeah he's right yeah and uh <laughs> i was like if you were when i was in high school i got t-shirts from like obviously like playing sports and stuff but also like pack sun or the mall mm-hmm. and or you know 
places structure. like Target, structure, yeah. Yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it's like between Etsy and uh, um, like Instagram, mm-hmm. like artists, you could get Et- such cool shit and help independent artists. Mm-hmm. And then there's no go between like fucking, you know, some big store paying an artist like 20 bucks an hour to come up with like thousands of things. Mm -hmm. And then they pick the most generic, whatever Mm -hmm. you can get like exactly what you want from somebody who originally drew it. And, uh, that is cool. Yeah. It's fucking, it's really fucking cool. Yeah. You could wait. You could just like, you know, a lot of that stuff is just, a lot of the stuff in here is just things people either a made got for us. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it makes it mean more. Mm -hmm. It makes it mean more than like a, uh, I don't know. There's something very nice about having a, there's, (laughs) there's something very nice about having like a canvas picture in your living room of a eucalyptus Mm. tree. Yeah. Okay. It's very calming. Yeah. But it makes it even better if, like, you knew the photographer or if you took it. Right. Or if it reminded you specifically of a trip you took mm-hmm. to Eucalypti or Eucalyptiville or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Everything is better with, uh, I don't know. I think that every, I was going to call it like an artist mindset. You want to do stuff like on purpose. And for a reason. So it always has that extra layer of like, you know, this was done for a reason. Right. But I think everyone likes and appreciates that, even if they don't know that that's why they like it. Yeah. You know, there's some stuff you like because it's done for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's just there because it's there. Mm-hmm. If it's comforting, it's comforting, whatever. Yeah. But if stuff has a couple layers of like, that means something or that came from that. I think for me, it makes me feel better to see it. Yeah. It's like in The Sims, when you make something and you put it on the wall and it gives you <laughs> excitement vibes or whatever the fuck. You know what Holy I'm talking shit, about? I forgot that we did that. Remember season one of Quarantine when I played The Sims because <laughs> I, I didn't have a social life? So yes. I was like, we're doing great over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing a book yeah. as fast as I can. Yeah. And we're getting haunted. By a neighbor. Totally. Um, But, you know, in that game, it's like you make something and you put it on the wall. And then if you go near it, it makes you, it like heightens your. uh, Your vibes. Something. Yeah. yeah, Something vibes. Like something. It's a Like spiritual in you. And Mm. everything kind of has that same. (laughs) Everything kind of has that same theme. Yeah. Today. Yes, it does. I don't know. I've been thinking about stuff on a whatever level, hippy dippy level, spiritual level. I'm not trying to move to across the country and be the guy who you thinks about things on a spiritual level. Eucalyptusville. <laughs> I'm not trying to move all the way here from Eucalyptusville <laughs> and try to be hippy dippy yeah. LA person, but yeah. I don't know. Um, I have the questions, the Discord mm-hmm. questions pulled up. Okay. And Lexi Turnt says, what color should mint chocolate chip ice cream be? I don't know. I like when it's green. Green. I uh my dad used to get the uh the white one with the chocolate chips in it. And that's fine. And I get that. But if it's white and it tastes like mint, I'm gonna think toothpaste. And yeah. I'm gonna be a little bit more out. Yeah. If it's green, even though you're like, where did the green come from? Did mint. They, mint is, is green. Blended? But yeah, I like green. That All makes right. me comfortable. I'm going to say green. Because uh, it's like it's surf rock green, dude. Yeah. It's like teal. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's the way it should be. Yeah. You know? Uh, Chad has too much blood in his mouth. Says, have either of you had your wisdom teeth removed? Just had mine done on Saturday and it was rough. Yeah. Sorry, bud. So Sorry. And yes, I have. I woke up crying. God damn. And asking for my mom. <sighs> I was like 19 or 20. Terrible. Uh, I know people who have had a terrible, terrible time with wisdom teeth. Mine weren't so bad. Um, I only had three that grew. Yeah. 
and um, I didn't have any problems with like dry socket or whatever, but I hear that shit is fucking awful. Fuck, man. No straws, no smoking, no pulling. No pushing. Be easy, yeah. Yikes. And no, no, I haven't. It sucks. Yeah, I bet. I've only heard that. Come out looking like a chipmunk. Yeah. It sucks to to get hyped about something Mm -hmm. that you've only heard is bad from everyone who's ever had an experience with that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, Tatana asks, what makes for perfect sleeps? For me, cool breeze from outside, both feet out of the blanket, shoulders completely under, Hmm. and the sound of rain. Fuck, man. That's pretty spot on yeah that's kind of nice all around Mm kind of nice uh there's a couple things that i shoulders completely under is that is a uh it's often overlooked i feel like no one talks about that Mm -hmm. underappreciated uh feet out of the blanket is i couldn't do that i need to get blanket under feet mike it needs to be full-blown burrito let me let me live. You know what else I need? You know what else <laughs> I need? I need there not to be any limbs in the vicinity. Mike, I Mike, apparently... Unmovable I, limbs. I had knees up in Mike's shit. At a right angle. Into my, my, my hip is here. I just have a knee here. So this is your femur. This is the probably the most the strongest bone in your body is just coming out me at a right angle. Yes. And then Yeah. Tiny calf. But um Mike was not happy. Yeah, I don't like that's one of my preferences is that there's no <laughs> limbs in the mattress. There's been a couple of times where Mike is like, Zoy, Zoy. Sorry. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Because you always say, like, wake me up. Yeah, 100%. And I'm like, no, man, you work hard and blah, blah, blah. We have the same fucking conversation. Yeah, but so do you. That's rude. No, you work harder than me. No, that's not true. I don't know. I'm just on my feet. You deal with more strangers on a one-to-one. You might need more energy than than I do. Mm. I don't know. It's so weird to even... I've never tried to compare either of our... It's not worth it. Not like in a negative way. I'm just saying like how are our jobs... Different? Like draining energy-wise compared to each other's. I don't know. (laughs) I think think they're both equally draining. We're both on our feet a lot. Uh Uh, We have to talk to people that we probably don't want to all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Um, that's still going. and I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. I feel like we have, you're doing like a, I don't know. Yeah. But so are you. I can't even from the day I met you, I told you that I can't even contemplate what you do. I know that if you are taught, you can get it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with what I do. Mm-hmm. I think anyone can do it if they had the right mindset. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's just that everyone has a different mindset. Kind of go up, down, all around. Up, down, all around. Think of a dryer. <laughs> yes. Life is like that. I, I Life's like a dryer. <laughs> um, do you have anything else? Um, probably, but I'm kind of fried in my yeah. brain at the moment. Yeah. I can't think about it. Congratulations to me on my new hair. <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. I hope that this was April. April. I hope that this was April to provide you with um, <laughs> just a, a nice calming break from your from your day. day. And I hope uh, Thank Flintstone's you for joining us. useless information was yeah. really well. What a bummer you, of an article yeah, that was. You, you guys, we have shirts and coffee and all kinds of stuff uh, out there. Um, I know some people have started receiving their... Um, their Malabar, Malabar coffee and a few people said that it was the best cup of coffee they've had. Dude, it was the best cup of coffee we had. Mm-hmm. So we knew that a lot of you would like that. Thank you so much for ordering that. You mm-hmm. sold them out immediately and then they said they were going to restock on Monday and I can't remember if that was this Monday 
or last Monday. So it's worth checking again to see if they have a restock. I know that they ordered more, but thank you very much for uh, getting that. And that helps out us a little bit and it helps out the um, that coffee, coffee shop, shop a little bit. Yeah. So you're supporting uh, small businesses and it's very cool. Yes. And it's fucking great and we're running low, so we have to get some as yes. well. Um, and then of course our Patreon uh, is a virtual tipping and rewards website. You guys all know, we've said this a thousand times on this, um, and our $10 group gets a shout out, and that kind of goes a little, a little something like this. Uh, Connie Tryon, Mike Falzone, Story Strathman, uh, Desiree Watson, Allie, Billy Martinez, Mitra Cam, and Taro Baez, Justin Baddorf, um, I found a hang with Zoya, some Emmer- Emmerville. So- oh my god, M. Somerville. Some Emmerville? For real? Wow. Sorry, M. Uh, Chris Fernandez, Burrow Babes, Jacob Dent, Johnny Rosito, Handcraft and Neckwear, CCPV and J, Reese Carnes, Stevie, Adam Pants After Socks, um, Gabe-, Gabe Earnhardt, like the famous female pilot. Uh, Ad Mammed. Chili Filson, Emily Paget, Still Stefan, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Crossed Up, Someone Tell Aaron, Yuck Nasty, Emily Buck, Tomato Squeezer, Jackie Hammond, Paige Jansen, Guy with Long Hair, Jamie Blair, Chris, John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, Johnson, Happy Birthday Chris, Anna Vallis, Oops, Just Dale, Jason Perryman, Benjamin Putz, Marcus Oreo, Justin Crockett, Lexi Parlier, Marquise Cruz, Beth Bush, Snuggle Pig H, Shaylin O'Mara, uh, Ryan Ashbrook, Taylor, Christina Camille, Nils Nyquist, Josh, Josh Standen, Josh Steppen, Michael Johnson, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilfcox, Kayla Johnston, Ed Herrera, Jules Run, Faith Rebecca Borga, Grant Levisier, Chad Clark, Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Zoya's number one fan, Shane Welsh, Jacob Alvey, uh, Siobhan Fenty, Evan Canoe, Good Humans Pod, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCary, uh, Magna Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benjamin Fuchs, Chelsea Thomas, Bryden Clawsmith, Logan Snyder, Daniela uh, Sinclair Jr., Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, uh, Ed Bird, Shiggity Diggity Eleven, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, Noah Miller, Superfloss, Tatana Clay, Danielle De Verona, uh, John Robinson, Katie A., Sean Stone, Valerie York, Scott Harrington, Deb, Jesse, Stillwell, <laughs> I was just gonna say G- Deb, Jesse, uh, Discord Dad. Uh, Katie Lee G, Rob DeVitt, Don Bure, uh, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Louis Hernandez, Monique Quistorf, uh, Troy R, Felicia Shimberry, and Matthew J. Palka. Also, Rob, um, Rob, you can kiss my ass and you know why. <laughs> I was waiting that whole time to interrupt you to deep voice. You did. I think that was the best you've ever done reading. Oh, thing. thank you. You know, I thought that on my um, as I was, I didn't fuck up as much as I thought I was going to. I think you're really killing it, and you had a um, a you had a great moment. Thank you, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you. We love doing this for you. Um, and uh, like always, if you have questions and you're part of the Discord, go put it in the Discord. Uh, Welcome to our podcast app. Um, Also, uh, you can ask questions on Twitter, email, whatever. You know, just ask. We're just happy to be here doing the show for you guys. We love doing it. We love being one of those things that you look forward to every week. And we hope that you have a good week. Now, sometimes world is tough place. You go out there and you have, let's go out there and you do the best. We're all just doing our best. Love you guys very much. Love, Love you. you. Sorry. Love you too. All right. Devil Mike. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.